ain't saying much already, but let me hear y'all out there just say, thank God for his love. Come on, church. Let me hear you today. Wake up in here and thank God. Thank God. Come on. Let me hear the church. Let me hear the church. Let me hear you. Thank God for his love. Amen. Now, God's love, I'm going to say this to you all, it, it, it challenges you, amen, because it goes beyond uh, the social boundaries that you might have, amen. Some of y'all, y'all probably got mad seeing certain folk up in the choir, but God's love to challenge you that way. Mm, talking to somebody right here today, amen, silence yourself, amen. Silence that little Pharisee that's living on the inside of you that's trying to keep somebody out of the kingdom. God's love gives access. My God, I give God praise. Come on one more time. Bless his name. All right. Uh, now, social, social boundaries, it has to do with the ways uh, that people would behave, that they would interact. Um, you know, the way that we would socialize, uh, those spoken rules, even unspoken rules that certain groups might have. All right. It's cultural groups, uh, you know, churches, families, there's rules. Amen. Spoken rules. And there's even some unspoken rules. All right. For instance, uh, what person would be part of the group? Who's in the group? Who's not in the group? Who's family? Who's not family? Who's in? Who's out? All right. Who are we allowed to associate with? Who should we stay away from? Who should you bring to uh, mama's barbecue? And who, you know, good and well, your family gonna go off if you bring so-and-so to that family reunion. You know, there's different, you know, things that we live by, different patterns of behavior that we observe over the process of time. Some of y'all were raised up in certain groups, and you, you got an understanding because you were brought up in it, and you understand the social norms, the social cues, or the social boundaries because you were brought up in it, all right? From a childhood unto an adult, you've been observing, carefully seeing the way that people interact with each other and you know the cues when other people might not know the cues and you cringe because you know they're about to do something to step on somebody's toes y'all hear me today there's social boundaries that are out there all right uh for instance you know just certain things that we know we learn that you pick up on uh i couldn't believe the other day uh, after monday night young people's i don't know what y'all done taught my son came home and he looked at me and he said daddy he said <laughs> he said daddy what's up <laughs> Now, my son, I'm a, hold on a copy. My child ain't been nowhere that day. Was in the house all day long. It came to Monday nights, young people's. I don't know what y'all done. Put in my child. Came back in here. Daddy, what's up? You know, <laughs> you know some little cute. He done seen somebody do that. You got to be careful. You know, kids, they are just like sponges. They pick up on little cues and little, you know, types of things that we learn from the people that we're around. All right? Y'all hear me out there in the hallway? Y'all hear me in here today? We pick up on some stuff. Amen? Uh, unspoken rules, you know, that we govern ourselves accordingly when we're just interacting in the world. Like when you step on an elevator, you know, it's just certain things that you don't do. You know, some people just talk a little bit too much on the elevator to people they don't know. You know, you know when you get on there, you know, to just to turn around and to wait for the door, but you don't just come in there and just stare at everybody and be strange. It's just certain cues that we have, all right? Even when you go to the bathroom, there's certain uh, behavior that we have, certain things that govern us, even in the unspoken cues that we would have. Now, I don't know what y'all do in the women's bathroom, but the brothers don't pull up right next to me. You know, we kind of skip a, yeah. amen, <laughs> amen somebody, all right? 
All right, you know, belching at the table. You know, now some uh, cultures that might be appropriate, but here in America, you know, you know, folks, don't you, you know, I always oh, just be this lady would blow her nose every time I would eat lunch with her every single day, would blow her nose right at the table with me. I'm like, oh, you know, that would be just make me cringe. And I didn't say anything to her, you know, I would just tolerate it, but you know, just certain little cues that we would have. You know, how many people got a mom and daddy put a little bit of manners down on the inside of you? Thank God for mama, thank God for daddy trying to teach you some things, amen. Certain un unacceptable practice, it might be acceptable for you to do that at home, but you know when you go out in public, you don't act the same way that you act at home. Amen. I was uh, at uh, the preschool where one of my sons is going right now, and I heard one of the teachers, she saw a little girl that was dancing, doing her little thing, and uh, the teacher said, no, we don't, uh, no, thank you. We don't move that way here. <laughs> now, you might do that at home, but we don't move that way here. And I said, all right, that's good. No, thank you. I like how she said that. No, thank you. And the little girl stopped, and she shaped up. All right? Different places, you do different things. In America, it's all right for us to make eye contact. You go over to Japan, you know, they might be offended if you look directly in some. It's a social cue, a social norm. Even in church, we have certain social boundaries, amen, um, and certain things, maybe unspoken rules that we just govern ourselves by, you know. It's certain people to come in here, they might not be church to agape. Y'all hear that? Everybody, you know, we can't expect everybody to come here to know everything. You grew up on the pews or under the pew. You went to sleep on the pew. You've been in church your whole life. But perhaps there's somebody that never been in church before and they wander in this place and they're unlearned and unchurched and they don't know, you know, that you stick your finger up to excuse yourself. You know, we used to do that back in the day. They don't know when you, you know, some churches you go to, they still, you know, under that first, of, first, uh, first giving honor to God who is the head of my life to all the uh, pastors and the bishops on the rostrum. Y'all remember them type of days when it seemed like every testimony began the same exact way. Y'all know what I'm talking about? All right. So certain rules that we have, you know, ladies don't sit on the front row. Um, some of y'all haven't been at Agape long enough to not understand the significance of uh, feeding your baby in the, in the sanctuary. Y'all don't remember back in the day when these pews were a little bit more new than what they are. Oh, and you remember Bishop Burton. You know, y'all, some of y'all new saints in here. Oh, no, you didn't do that here. You're going back in that nursery over here. And I still, I feel that that's still, we still want to take care of our stuff. I'm going to say that now. Let me time out. Y'all hear me right now because sometimes you know we do things we just don't know but you know excuse yourself because you already know them bottles will be spilling all over these they might be some old pews but we're gonna take care of these pews somebody come on get a lot some praise Amen, amen. Don't mean to offend nobody. I ain't throwing off on nobody. Amen. I got two little boys of my own. Sometimes we gotta take them out as well. Amen. Men not wearing hat, hats in the church and things. We just, some of those things we just might not know. I, ooh, which brings me to this. Even in that pavilion, take your hat off in the pavilion, saints. Come on, in the pavilion, we still, it's still church. Take, remove your hat even in the pavilion, all right? But there are many different social boundaries uh, that even Jesus, amen, that he had during his, those biblical days amongst the Jews. Oh, there were a lot. Oh, if y'all feel like these rules are hard, my, y'all couldn't, y'all wouldn't be able to stand up with all the dietary laws and all the social laws and 613 different laws of these Jewish people that they live by. But Jesus in his three and a half year ministry, he challenged a whole lot of different uh, long-standing rules, laws that people had lived by for a long, long time. Anybody here thankful for Jesus? Let me hear you give God some praise for Jesus on today. 
Now, the Bible, it gives us four uh, different points of view to the life of Jesus. There are four different accounts of the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And each one of those writers had their own particular audience that they had to send this message to. They wanted them. Everybody has the same message, but we got to go about it a different way to reach that particular audience. All right. So for instance, Matthew, Matthew, we went over this in Bible class. How many are still going to Bible class out there? Amen. All right. Let me see you this Tuesday night. All right. But Matthew was written to the Jews. And Matthew, he gives the genealogy, you know, of Jesus Christ because he wants to show them that Jesus Christ is the king of the Jews. He is the Messiah. He is the coming one. And so they had to, it was important for them to trace his lineage back. All right. Mark is a gospel that was written to the Romans. All right. And Romans who were persecuted. And it was important for Mark as he's preaching to those who have been persecuted to show and picture Christ as this suffering servant. And then we get to John. We've been talking about John for the last couple of weeks in Bible class. In John, he wants to portray Jesus as the Son of God. How many are glad to know that Jesus is the Son of God? He's God manifested in the flesh. How many are so glad to know that Jesus is more than just a man, but he's divine? Somebody give God some praise right there. Anybody still believe that Jesus is God in here? Huh? Y'all still believe it today? Let me hear y'all give me one more praise. Let me see. Y'all ought to get a little bit louder on that now. Don't do it for me, but just because you believe on today. Amen. Amen. But Luke, he writes to an audience of Gentiles. All right. Greek Gentiles. All right. And his, uh, the picture that he wants to portray of Jesus is that he is the son of man. Now, over in John, he's the son of God. But if you notice in Luke over and over again, he is the son of man. All right. Now, Jesus himself would like to use that title um, to identify himself. The son of man, the son of man. You hear Jesus say now. Now, listen at this. Now, the son of man, um, it actually has some messianic implications. You can go back in the book of Daniel. Stay with me for a little while. Don't tune me out for a second. Daniel chapter number seven and verse number 13. Y'all still with me? Amen. All right. How many got their Bibles? All right. Good. 7 and 13. I saw in the night visions and behold, one like the. I can't get no help in here. One like the. All right. With the clouds of heaven. Now, this is way before Jesus came on the scene. But Daniel, he has this dream and he came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion. Come on, you read. And what? dominion and glory and a that all just some people what you say now all right good nations and languages should serve him his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away in his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed all right so jesus adopted this identity for himself because he knew that he was the Messiah. He was the coming one, the one that they should have been anticipating and expecting. But yet when he came, they missed him. I hope nobody here today would miss Jesus on today. Mm, I hope y'all wake up in here. Don't miss him on today. So he identifies himself as son of man to show that he is the Messiah, the coming, the coming one. But also he uses the term son of man to show his side of humanity. All right. To show that he was also a human being, that he's approachable, that he's accessible, that he knows what you're going through. Amen. He identifies uh, with his human nature as well. Amen. I'm so glad to know that Jesus is God. 
But I'm so, oh, 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 I'm so glad to know that Jesus was also a man. Hmm. He was God according to the spirit, but he was man according to the flesh. Amen. Anybody still believe that Jesus was manifest in the flesh? All right. Hebrews 4 and 15. Stay with me today. Stay with me. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our what? But was in all points tempted like as we are. Aren't you glad to know that he can identify with your struggle? He knows what you're going through. Amen. He walked this walk. Amen. He talked this. He knows exactly what you're going through on today and yet without sin. Let us therefore come how? Amen. Come tiptoeing. No, it says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Don't you know what boldly means today? Boldly means that you can come around the clock. Mm. Don't you know boldly means any time that you want to come, you can come. You have access to God. Hallelujah. Through Jesus Christ. Somebody ought to give God praise. Boldly means that you ain't got to come tiptoeing in. My God, you can come just as you are. You don't got to come with pomp and circumstance and with all these fancy big words, but you can come and bring your little ghetto self there. You can bring your poor self. You can bring your uneducated self. Anybody in here, whatever language you might speak, God can identify with you. You can come just as you are. Is anybody glad to have access to God other than me? Come on, church. Wake up in here and recognize what you have. Come boldly to the throne of grace. My God. Anybody want to obtain some mercy? Has there been anybody other than me from time to time you've needed some mercy from God? You can get it. You can get it from God. Amen. And you can find grace to help in the time of need. I love when we go back into the Old Testament on today. Isaiah chapter number 53 and verse 3. Listen at this. He is despised, my God, and rejected of men. He knows what you're going through. Anybody in here other than me, you felt like you didn't fit in or you felt despised. You felt like somebody didn't like you, like folk was talking about you, like somebody turned your back on you, kicked you off to the side and just left you out there abandoned. Jesus knows about every struggle and every pain that you endure both physically or emotionally or psychologically. Listen at this. He is despised and rejected of men. He know anybody who's ever felt sorrow before. Let me just see you just check in with me right now. Jesus understands what you're going through and acquainted with what? With grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. He is despised and rejected, which would mean that Jesus, uh, in some regards, was a misfit. In that Jewish society, he was an outcast. He was one that just didn't seem like he fit in with everybody else. Amen. And that's why I love the gospel of Luke, my God, because it shows all of these different marginalized groups of people. It shows those people who were disenfranchised, disadvantaged, or kicked to the side that nobody else wanted to be bothered with. But Jesus' love came reaching for everybody. Somebody give the Lord praise on today. My God, he's compassionate. I urge you, Brother Rain, he's human. My God, hallelujah. He understands what we're going through. He's approachable, amen. He is the son of God, but yet in the book of Luke, it shows him as the son of man. Amen, somebody. And regardless of who you are, your walk of life, 
Amen. It doesn't matter what you're going through on today. Jesus's love is reaching for you on today. Amen. Somebody. Amen. Regardless of your social status, your ethnicity, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Somebody just raise your hand and just say, thank you, God, for loving me. Mm, come on, take a minute. and Just stay right there. Thank God for loving me. Come on, recognize that. Come on, just sit in that for a minute. Thank God that he loves me. Anybody glad to know that God loves you? Come on, just wait and just feel after God for a minute. Come on, I got more to preach and more to talk about, but somebody just recognize that God loves you. Just stay right there. Put a sila right there. Come on, just marinate right there. God loves you. God loves you. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. I don't care the choices and the decisions that you've made in your life. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you on today. Amen. Somebody else ought to say thank you, Lord. Somebody else in here ought to say thank you because you know good and well what you've done and where you've been. Amen. When ain't nobody else been looking, you ought to tell God thank you. Amen. Don't you sit there and just shut your mouth when we're talking about the love of God. You better open up your mouth and say something. Amen. The Gospel of Luke shows another side of Jesus. It just depicts him as being compassionate and human, the son of man, bringing salvation to all. Now, Luke, he was an intelligent man. Scripture tells us that he was a physician. Um, actually, the Gospel of Luke is one of the longest of all of the Gospels. you got Matthew, Mark, and John, but Luke is longer than them all. All right? Now, what's the purpose for the book of Luke? Go with me to Luke chapter number 1 and verse 3. It seemed good to me also. Check out Luke. What he says, having had perfect understanding. Y'all still with me? Of all things from the very first. In other words, I was very intelligent. I had perfect understanding of all things from the very first. To write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus. Now, Theophilus was some big wid, you know, somewhere, very uh, significant figure. Verse number four, that you mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. Now, you know that Luke was intelligent. He was a physician. Uh, he was a great writer. He would write this long gospel, but it's important to realize that Luke was also a Gentile. Y'all still with me? Now, Matthew, Mark, and John all are Jews, but Luke, he's a Gentile, all right? And I love the gospel of Luke because he wants to identify with the Gentile with the outcasts, with those that didn't fit in in Jewish society. He wants to portray Jesus as this son of man that's coming to reach for everybody. My God, help me, Holy Ghost, on today to get this point across. So Luke presents his gospel in a way that emphasizes God's love, the goals beyond all the social boundaries of the day, the transformative power of God that's just reaching for everybody. I want to say this, God loves all the misfits, you ain't got to help me on today because I, I, I feel heaven helping me on today. Oh, hush, hush, hush. I won't say nothing before. God loves the outcasts. God loves the people that have been pushed to the side. God loves the folks that don't fit in. God loves the broken. God loves people who have made wrong choices and bad decisions. He loves folks who are confused. Y'all hear me today? God loves folks that are confused about their identity. And he, I dare to say he loves folks that are even confused about their sexuality. My God. Folks that are all messed up in there. It's folks that you don't want to have nothing to do with. He loves folks with blue hair and green hair, tattoos all down them, and piercings all in their nose and eyebrows and in their tongues and tongues split like a snake. God still loves them. You might not want to have nothing to do with it, but Jesus' love is coming 
to reach for everybody, everybody. Let me hear the church give God some praise today. Oh, yeah, he loves the black man. He loves the white man. He loves Asians and the Indians. He loves the world. For God so loved the world. I can't hear nobody here. Anybody glad to know that Jesus loves you? My God, he loves folks that don't have it all together. My God, hallelujah. Loves everybody, everybody. I don't care what you've done. Jesus still loves. I'm so glad to come with the good news of the message of Jesus Christ. To tell somebody who's in guilt and shame right now. The enemy would like to just drag you through the mud right now. But I'm here today to tell you. Everybody might be quiet right now. But this preacher boldly declare the love of God. God loves you. Come on, church, put your hands together and bless his name. Loves you so much that he want to get down in that mess you've made and wants to change you, my God. Don't want to just leave you there and keep you there. God wants to get down in that dirt with you and wash you clean, my God. Luke 19 and 10, for the son of man, my God. God, the son, you hear that? The one that can identify with humanity. The son, not just the son of God, but the son of man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. Come on, church. Get behind this preacher today and give the Lord some praise. Amen, amen. I know I am. I feel good. I ain't done yet either. Amen, amen. No, I'm need, hold on, brother Tim. You can't too late. I don't need no help today. <laughs> Sit there if you want to and be quiet. I'll preach more. Hold on now. <laughs> Oh, he loves me, he loves me, he loves me, he loves me, he loves me. Oh, y'all been quiet. Oh, y'all been leaving me hanging out all service long. Hush, 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 hush. I don't need no help today. Jesus, love, you know, if you know God loves you, it don't matter, my God. If you know that Jesus loves it don't matter who don't like you. It don't matter who walked out on you. It don't matter who mistreated you. It don't matter who scandalized you. When I know that Jesus loved me, I'm going to be all right. Come on, help me, church. That's your cue. That's your cue. Give God some praise. Some of y'all in here, you've been through a whole lot of things. But just to know that God is still on my side. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you. My God, he come to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. He goes out of his way to appeal to this Gentile audience. Luke can identify. He was a Gentile. I might be a physician, but I'm a Gentile. I know. You know, and so I'm going to take my time to tell the story of Jesus Christ in a way that don't just appeal to the Jewish folks of the day. I'm trying to appeal to another audience in here today. Not just the church folk, my God, but Jesus is for everybody. My God, if you want him, you can have him on today. Hallelujah. My God, only in the Gospel of Luke can you find the parable of the good Samaritan. Y'all hear that? The Samaritan, the one the folk didn't want to have nothing to do with. That group of half-breeds mixed up in their doctrine, mixed up in their thinking, mixed up even in the, by the flesh. But God tells a story in the book of Luke. Amen. Divinely inspired, my God, by the Holy Ghost, Luke begins to write the story of the Good Samaritan. Then he goes on to talk about 
another man by the name of Zacchaeus, my God, a hated tax collector, one that didn't nobody want to have nothing to do with, hiding himself up in a tree, little bitty man, climbed up in a tree just to see Jesus, hallelujah to God, my God, but Jesus came to that tree one day and said, come on down, Zacchaeus, I need to be in your house today, somebody in here, you might feel your house is too dirty for Jesus, but God is reaching out to you today, I got an appointment with you, I see you up there hiding, I see you way out in the back, I see you out there, and I got an appointment with you today, Jesus' love goes beyond those social boundaries, my God. So glad to see you up there in the choir on today. Pretty soon, God going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Pretty soon, you're going to be able to say, I'm one of them today. Let me hear this church help this boy today. Come on, tired church. Put your hands together. Help me celebrate Jesus. Come on, make your hands get together. Come on, force yourself. I will bless the Lord. Yeah, that's right, Brother Tim. Help this tired church today. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate his goodness. Celebrate his mercy. Celebrate his love. Celebrate his faithfulness. Celebrate his forgiveness. Celebrate his grace. Celebrate how he came reaching for you. Celebrate how he loved you when nobody else could, when nobody else would. My God, he loves me. Somebody tell yourself that he loves me. You want to put your hands on your heart? Oh, everything he knows, everything about me, all my wrong choices, all my bad decisions, but yet God still, still, still loves me. Come on, give me one more praise on today. And I thank you for opening this thing up, Jesus. I thank you for being the son of man, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for being human enough to identify with my struggles, with my pain, with all the things that trouble my mind, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. My God. Hallelujah. Sit down just for a little while. Let me, let me just finish this up on today. My God, I ain't, I'm not worried about y'all. You shout, you can sit. I don't care what you do really right now. Cause I'll tell you what, when you feel like, I, oh, I know he loves me. Oh, if y'all kick me out of the church today. Oh, and if I walked out of here with Jesus, I'd be all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I got him with me. I can feel him near me. I can feel him abiding with me, walking with me, leading me, guiding me, helping me, backing me up, giving me strength, giving me help, pulling me up. My God, I thank you, Lord. Yeah, and he loves me. 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 Oh, yeah. My God. Luke goes on in his gospel to highlight a whole lot of those misfits and outcasts and folks and despised and the rejected of this world. Come on, let me just take a little time to go into scripture today. He loved a publican. My God, come on with me to Luke chapter number five. Calm down enough to open your Bible up on today. After these things, verse number 27, Luke five, he went forth and he saw a publican, a tax collector named Levi. 
sitting at the receipt of custom and he said unto him follow me <laughs> come on I know you're a publican I know you've been doing wrong with the money but follow me and he left home my God I hope somebody today has enough sense if Jesus calls your name today regardless of what you've done or what you've been involved in when he calls your name you ought to follow him he left all and rose up and followed him and Levi made him a great feast in his own house and there was a great company of publicans and of others that sat down with him but the scribes and the Pharisees murmured against his disciples saying why do ye eat and drink with publicans and sinners and Jesus answering said unto him they that are whole need not a physician but they that are sick let me hear from somebody in here that's understood what identifies with that you understand what it's like to be sick not just in your body but anybody have a sin sick soul God came by one day with that healing bomb, my God, covered my sins and made me whole, my God. And now I'm here today by the mercies and the grace of God. Let me hear you. Give me one more praise today. I came not to call the righteous. My God, I'm glad the righteous folks are out here, but I feel Jesus calling the sinners, my God, to repentance, my God. So he loved the publican. In the gospel of Luke, he loved the poor. Come on down with me to Luke chapter number 14. Hallelujah to God. I'm doing good on time. We'd be all right today. Verse number 12, then said he also to him that bade him, when thou makest a dinner or supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brother, neither thy kinsmen, nor the rich neighbors, lest they also bid thee again, and a recompense be made thee. But check this out, verse 13. But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, call the maimed, Call the lame, my God, the blind, and thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot re re recompense thee, for thou shalt be re recompensed at the resurrection of the just. So he loved the publican. God loved the poor, my God. Then we can go on and talk about another man by the name of Lazarus. Hallelujah. Ate from the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Lazarus died, and he was carried up into Abraham's bosom. But the rich man died, and he lifted up his eyes in hell. I don't care how poor you are. I don't care if you broker than broke, broke, disgusted. I don't care if you got a negative balance in your checking account, in your savings account, and even you ain't found no coins in the pillow couch. But God still loves you. Somebody give me praise on today. My God, he loved the publican. He loved the poor. He loved Lazarus. He even loved a prostitute. Come on in the gospel. I love Luke because Luke, he's just giving it just keeping it just bringing it to you just straight. Jesus is the son of man. He identifies with your broken humanity. Come on here, Luke 7 and verse number 36. You can only find, let me tell you this, pause for a second. You can only find this story in the gospel of Luke. My God, because everybody can't tell it like Luke. The Jews couldn't tell it like Luke. Now, Luke want to bring out some other points that y'all missed in Scripture, all right? He loved the prostitute, Luke 7 and 36. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster box of ointment. Where'd she get that ointment from? Probably spent all the money that she had earned doing the wrong thing. And she bought this precious alabaster box. My God, you don't know the cost. I wish I could sing it like C.C. Winers, but you don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster. Some of y'all in here, the things that you have, you might have got them the wrong way, but thanks be to God, he got a hold of your soul. My God. And when you 
you come in here giving God the praise, and when you break open your alabaster box, folks in here, they don't understand why you praise God the way you praise God. They don't understand what it costs you to get that type of praise and that type of worship. How God loved you when you didn't love yourself, my God. How God was so tender and kind to you when you weren't even good to yourself. You don't know the cost. You don't know the cost. You don't know what it costs me. Come on, somebody give me some praise right there. Oh, You don't know what this cost me. You don't know what this hallelujah cost me. You don't know what this hand clap cost me. You don't know what my dance cost me. Come on one more time and bless his name today. Oh yeah. Oh, shall I saw ya. Oh, oh, oh. Hallelujah. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Simon, I got somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. Oh, there was a certain creditor which had two debtors. Two types of folk in here, my God. How did the one owed 500 pence and the other 50? And when they had nothing to pay, both of them didn't have, both of them broke, didn't have nothing to pay. Was both of them in debt. One of them owed 500, the other one 50. Which one of them, when they are forgiven, would love God more? Listen to what he says. Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave the most. Now, let me just interject this right now. You got to tolerate some of us in this room. Some of y'all was part of maybe the 500, but there's some of y'all who part of the 50, and you don't understand the praise of those that have been forgiven of a whole lot. Oh, you don't understand, hallelujah, the praise of those that were frustrated with themselves. You don't understand the praise of those that were plagued with a case of the can't help it. You don't understand the praise of those that frustrated themselves with mistakes and bad decisions. My God. And when they finally get it together by the mercy and grace of God, they're going to praise God a little bit louder than you. They're going to clap a little longer than you. Come on, let me hear you giving praise. Oh, I think I hear the 500. I think I hear the 500 today. My God, I think some of y'all might be part of the fit. Let me just hear those been forgiven of the 500. My God, let me hear y'all out there. I've been forgiven of much. I got to praise him much. Forgiven of much. I got to give him much glory. I got to give him much honor. I got to give him much praise on today. My God, hallelujah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Sit on down for a minute. I'm almost through. Oh, the gospel of Luke. How he loved, hallelujah, people. Loved that woman, my God. Loved the tax collector. Loved the poor. Loved the prostitute. And he loves the lost today. Come on, Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter number 15, verses 1 through 3. Check this out for a minute. This man welcomes sinners. Y'all hear this? Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for him to hear him. Verse number 2. Come on, just stay with me for a little while. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with him. Verse 3. 
and he spake this parable unto them. Say, now he goes on and he gives three different parables. Now I don't have the time to go through them all, but he gives them the parable of the lost sheep. My God, how many are glad that he left the ninety and nine to come and get you? Let me just hear those out there. He left the ninety and nine, my God, to come and see about me. Gives another parable about a woman sweeping the house looking for one little lost coin. My God, then he goes on in the same message. My God, same chapter. It tells the story of the prodigal son who has spent all of his daddy's money. My God, on riotous living and found himself in the pig pen. My God, and finally he came to himself. That's who God is looking for today. Maybe there's somebody in the room who came to yourself on today. You recognize that the father still loves you and he's calling your name. Come on, help me, y'all. Praise the Lord one more time. Well, yes, my God, all this in the gospel of Luke still ain't done. My God, give me a little bit, just a couple more minutes here. Go on down here to Luke chapter number 18. Can't nobody, none of the gospel, I can't tell it like Luke. Luke knew what it was like to be a Gentile. Luke knew what it was like not to fit in. Some of you all in this room, you know what it's like not to fit in. Hallelujah. You was came in here unchurched, didn't know all the little rules that people were living by. My God, but this message for you. Come on here. Luke chapter number 18 and verse number nine. Hallelujah. The tax collector and a Pharisee. And he spake this parable. Notice all this is in the gospel of Luke. Unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Verse 10. Two men went up into the temple to pray. Hoshabah. The one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee. I am not as other men are, extortioners. I don't act like them, unjust, adulterers, just sleeping with everybody, or even as this publican. I fast twice in a week. Mm. Y'all, everybody else, once a week, I fast twice a week. I give tithes of everything I possess. And the publican, mm, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes into heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, I believe there's some publicans in this room right now. God, be merciful. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man, that's the one, went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. I hope you don't just try to stand before God on your own accord. I hope you go by Jesus. I'm trying to tell somebody, don't get up there. Don't, don't die without Jesus. Don't try to go up there and just plead your own case before him. I hope you take Jesus with you. Come on, somebody. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Go to uh, verse number 15. So Jesus loves the tax collector. Jesus loves the prostitute. Jesus loves the poor. Jesus loves the publican. And Jesus loves the children. Come on here. Verse number 15. Now, children back in them days was considered just basically property. You know, back, you know, all this type of stuff. Y'all just love your babies and, you know, all this uh, uh, gentle parenting. They talk back in them. You didn't want to grow up in them days. <laughs> Biblical days, another time. You know, children just considered just, you know, really subservient. But listen to how Jesus loved the children. And they brought him unto him also infants that they would touch them. But when his disciples saw it, they rebuked him. 
But Jesus called them unto him and said, come on, y'all, help me read. Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. You know what else Luke does? All of these disenfranchised, marginalized populations, misfits and outcasts, he highlights it. Some of y'all can't stand women in ministry and things. Look at Luke. In the, did you know in the book of Luke, in the gospel of Luke? Now, I don't want to get on this little touchy subject. Some of y'all about to walk out now, hush, and we'll, we'll fight later. But check this out. In the gospel of Luke, do you understand that Luke uh, mentions the word woman? I believe it's like 40-something odd times, more than the gospel of, 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 I believe, of Mark and Matthew combined together. Because he wants to highlight how he appreciated the contributions of women. Anybody in here today appreciate the women in this place? Amen. That serve. Amen. That help. Amen. Let me, I'm going to slow down on this one. You ain't got to shout on this one. Amen. Recognize the both of the birth narratives of John the Baptist and of Jesus Christ in the gospel of Luke are told from a woman's perspective. Ever thought about that? Ever thought, or thought about how in the gospel of Luke, the, Luke mentioned a woman by the name of Anna? Amen. Who lived in the temple, who prophesied. Come on, Brother White. Amen. Amen, somebody. Notice how he uh, talked about how women uh, supported Jesus. All right. Mary Magdalene, Joanna and Suzanne. He began to mention all that. Now, you can't find it in the other Gospels. Amen. Now, back in those days, these women were second class citizens. Your job is to rear children, you know, and just tend to the house and domestic issues. Amen. And it was a very subservient type of lifestyle that women had during those times. Amen. All right. Now, some of y'all, y'all, let me say this. I, I appreciate the, the strides that we've made. I am not saying, sitting up here saying that I'm all for women's lib, music, and women's empowerment, all these type of things. I do believe that God has an order for a household. Let me hear somebody say amen. Amen. I believe that God has, it's God, the man, the woman, the children. Amen. And that's the God's design for the family. But I want to say this. God appreciates women. God appreciates their, their contributions. God is so thankful. Anytime that you're serving around here, God loves them. Amen. Amen. Mary and uh, don't forget about Mary and Martha, Mary and Joanna and Susanna. Amen. A lot of these women, they followed Jesus unto his death. Where were the men at? They stayed with him. Amen. Who came to anoint the tomb? All the men was over there somewhere eating somewhere. And the women was so, still crying, ready to come and anoint the tomb. My God. I thank God for the prayers of the women in the place. My God, sometimes the brother be over there chilling on the parking lot. The saints of God. Amen. And the women be still here at the altar crying out, my God, for the sons and daughters of Zion. Thank God for the women, my Lord. All right. In addition to this, all right, notice that Jesus, he chooses even parables to talk about women. You know, the parable about the widow. Amen. And the parable about the one that swept her house. You know, Luke, all of these disenfranchised, marginalized, second class citizens, one that people want to just push to the side, ones that the society didn't want to recognize. Luke is he's giving them a shout out, highlighting them and telling them Jesus is for everybody. I'm going to close out with this on today, y'all. Come on and stand with me right now. Come on, make some room on today for somebody to come today. Luke 19 and verse number 10 again. For the Son of Man. Mm. Somebody say that with me. Y'all read this with me today. For the Son of Man is come to seek. The one that can identify with humanity. The one that was well acquainted with grief and sorrow. The one that knew about all your infirmities. The one that walked this earth like you and I. He was God according to the spirit, but he was man according to the flesh. The son of man 
man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Come on, every head bowed, every eye closed on today. I'm going to ask the ministers to come on down. And I'm just going to ask us just to wait on the Lord just for a moment before we move. But all the ministers, you can get in your place right now. Come on, let's just wait on the Lord. I feel like he wants to do something for somebody on today. Mm. Hallelujah. He, he is desperate for me. Mm. He loved like a hurricane. I am the tree. Y'all know I don't know these words. Bending beneath the waves, the wind of your mercy. Thank you. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions. And I wonder just how beautiful you are. Somebody help me. I can't remember the whole line. I always mess this up. But he loves us. He loves. That's the part I want. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves. Mm, he loves us. Oh, he loves everybody for God so loved the world. He loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves. Somebody get that in your spirit today. Come put your hands on your heart, everybody. He loves me. Oh, how he loves. Come on, put your hands on your heart right now. Some of you all are ridden with guilt and shame. Mm. The enemy is a, he's the devil's accuser of the brethren daily. He loves us. 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 Oh, how he loves us. Don't come yet. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Now, here's what I ask you to do. Just a second. Before we open up the altar, as the musicians continue to play, I want you to find somebody just beside you right now and just tell them the Lord loves you. Come on, be a minister right now. Quit being a spectator. That ain't hard. Jesus loves you. Come on, try to convince them. Come on, try to be persuasive, just like Luke. I'm trying to persuade the Gentiles to let you know you can come in. You might be unchurched. You might be ignorant and unlearned. You might not all understand all the customs of this place, but Jesus loves you today. Come on, you can come in this place. He's accessible. He's approachable. The altar is open on today. He loves us. He loves us. He loves If the word is found, somebody on today, I dare you to come out of the altar on today. Come on down and get some prayer on today. If somebody needs to be baptized in Jesus' name, that pool is wide open. You can go down in Jesus' name today. Have all of your sins washed away. He loves us. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. He loves us. He loves us. I don't care how guilty you feel. He loves us. Whether you were raised in church, whether you were raised in the world, He loves us. Yes, he does. Come on down here and get some prayer. Come on, come on, come on. If you've ever felt like you were just a reject, 
If you felt like you were ever just pushed to the side, if you felt like you were ever misunderstood, anybody who feels like people just don't get you, come on down to the altar. Jesus loves you. Jesus understands you. Maybe you haven't even understood yourself sometimes. I dare you to come. I dare you to come. He loves us. Yeah, yes, he does. He loves us. you. Come on. All you who have been despised and rejected the misfits of the world. Hallelujah. God uses those foolish things to confound the wise. Watch God use you. Come on, lift it up. One more time. Yeah, God loves us. As the musicians, just play. Come on. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you for loving me, come. Thank you for loving me, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Somebody ought to be glad to know he loves us. Oh, how in the name of Jesus. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. begin to charge this atmosphere with worship and with praise. We can go home in a minute here. today. Talk to him. Go ahead. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. He loves you. He's coming after the despised and the rejected of the Lord, of the world. He's knocking on your door, inviting you, inviting you, inviting you. Come on in where the table is spread. The feast of the Lord is going on. You can be a part of this great body. He loves us, he loves us, he loves us, he loves us. Oh, yeah, 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 he loves us. 
we're not going to have some formal dismissal. You just leave when the Lord is done with you. We're going to stay around right here. Somebody needs to know God loves them. Somebody needs to know. Oh, he loves us. right place. He loves us. Come on. Yes. Aren't you glad he loved us? You made wrong choices, but he still made choice of you. He loves us. You made bad decisions, but he didn't change his mind about you. He loves us. You went to the wrong places. Stop seeking after you. He loves us. Oh, how he loves. How he loves. He loves us. Don't you stop till you get your breakthrough. You be thoroughly convinced that God loves you. That's what the gospel of Luke is for. The despised, the rejected of the world. He loves you. Make choice of you. He loves us. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take some time. Talk about it. Talk to him. Come on, come on, come on. You can be born of the water and born of the spirit. Just keep on praying. Just keep on. Keep that spirit of worship. Keep that spirit of worship. He dwells in the midst of praise. I wish I had a praying church. If you're going to stay, at least be prayerful. At least be a worshiper. He loves us. delivered. Somebody's getting delivered from that negative thinking. The guilt is coming off of somebody today. The shame is coming off of somebody today. Hallelujah. The stigma is getting removed today. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. You belong here. I don't care what you've done. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Is there somebody still in the house that needs to go down in Jesus' name? Needs the Holy Ghost? Needs to get restored? Come on down. Come on down. It's it's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. He loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves. Oh, how he loves. Mm.
despised and rejected of the world, he loves us. The wounded and the weary, he still loves us. Come on, come on. The misunderstood, he still loves us. Oh, how he loves. Nobody understood you in your family, he still loves you. Come on, come on. Sometimes you didn't understand yourself, but he still loves you. Oh, you felt rejected, but he loves you. Oh, oh, how he loves. Somebody just tell God, thank you for loving me. Thank you. Oh, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. For God so loved the world. I really love the Lord. I really love the Lord. Oh, you don't know, don't know what. He's done for me. I'm giving you all the rest of the voice I have. Help me out. Gave me the victory. I love him. 